Texas Ranger. Highly decorated. Did a little hell raising when he was a kid, but nothing serious. He's defending his wife. Got in a drunken brawl. And he killed a guy. Could have happened to you or me. After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, three regents and Kathy Lee's, and a genuine 2020 interview What you looking at, punk? Nothing, I was just lying on your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the end of flight movie today? <laughs> Welcome to Waffle Hunt Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. And I'm Mark Kelly. And we are live. For the first time in how long? Uh, 18 months, I think. What? A year, I think, maybe. Must be. Didn't we have a break when we did one in the... Did we do one I in think the, we did one in one September. One in the thing there, I think so. I but we missed yeah. last month. Yeah, we yeah. missed last month because we simply couldn't face... <laughs> doing Skype again. No, I just, we just it's not our thing, is it? I know people say, oh, it's the future. But it's not. Not It's not. Me. No, I like we like uh, we like physical contact, don't we, mate? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not not like Brett Bad Man TV. It's no. that kind of thing. But no, so we 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 might be slightly rusty because we missed last month, uh, and um, it's been a long day for me. 
Um, yeah, I've been a long day, yeah. It's been 12 hours work today, <laughs> which is great fun, obviously. Um, but Kel, what are we talking about today? Obviously, we're going to talk about other stuff, but what are we going to talk about today? Con Air. Oh, Con Air. So, before we get into it, do you have any kind of um, news or things you want to share with the listeners, or do you just want to get into it? Let's just get into it, because I understand <laughs> I've been talking depressed and talking about my teeth. Oh, so yes, well, let's yes. Anyone wants to donate to the Mark Kelly Teeth Fund? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not Bill Murray in Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> what I'm if, not loving it. What if a load of people sent in their old teeth for you to, for well, them to do uh, insert in uh, there? Yeah. You could have some uh, uh, goldie version, yeah. some gold ones. Yeah. Wasn't you were telling me some weird fact about the Bill Murray part you've seen that book isn't it the, about in that little oh, wild and Harris. crazy guy yeah yeah, it, it, yeah that was his first film after four, a four year hiatus because yeah. he went and secluded himself with his family in Paris and um, and yeah this came up and uh, he agreed to do it because of Steve Martin but also because of the fact he actually was a massive fan of Rick Moranis he uh-huh. liked his yeah. his comedy and um, and so he agreed to do it. So that was his his comeback. Yeah, was a little bit as well, didn't it? Yeah, and I think him and Steve Martin riffed quite a bit in that film. Oh, right. to get it. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah, but I just don't think of that when I'm going to dentist because you no. don't want to think about no, no, this. No, no, you don't think about that. No, no, no. But if anybody, we, I'll, I'll mention this next. I'm about to forget, but we do have what's called an Amazon Associates thing. So. What we're going to do is anything me and Carol talk about on the podcast, including obviously the main subjects, I'll put a link on our Facebook group page and maybe on the email if it works. Sometimes it doesn't work because sometimes it doesn't like, mm. it senses it. And basically what that is, is that you can then click on that link. It won't cost you anything, but we get something back. I don't know, we've only ever won it once, haven't we? Yeah. But we get a percentage of something back. Uh, so if you like Conair and you haven't got it and you want to buy it, it's three ninety nine on uh, Amazon, I know, because I bought it before I realised I already had it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and it's a proper old school DVD as well. Oh, is it? Like a still of the film. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. It's really good. Um, but Kel, what do we do before we... Um, you're going to have to tell the listeners what we're going to play. What do we normally do, but what are we going to do now? Before we, we normally talk about... play the theme tune, but yep. the theme tune's a bit poor. It's very So poor. we're playing probably the best song in this film. Yeah. Which is... Sweet Home Alabama by Leonard Skinner.
Yeah, let's crack right on. Let's get balls deep into this subject, Cal, so to speak. What, <laughs> someone, someone said that earlier early on. I just don't feel that works out for British. It doesn't, does it really? It's not a British thing, that is, isn't nah, it? Nah, no, I'm right. sure that's American you balls. Think it's, really balls. <laughs> it's something that I don't want to look at the history of it because no. it's probably something really. No. No, and, <laughs> yeah. and then if, if the missus looks at your search injury, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about balls deep, we do have, ladies and gentlemen, a long-awaited email from Rob K. Once again, I haven't read it. Um, oh, so oh, emergency oh. purposes, because I'm quite ill at the moment <laughs> with uh, this hiatus hernia thing, look it up. Um, Cal might have to take over yeah. because if my voice goes, he will just be gone for <laughs> 12 hours. So anyway, let's crack on. This was directed by Simon West. Now, Simon West, born 17th of July, 1961. He's a Brit, which is nice to see. And he's most well known for doing the Lara Croft Tomb Raider film, which I think is a cracking movie with a younger Daniel Craig in. The Mechanic, The Expendables 2, not too bad. Oh, Expendables no, is right. Yeah. You, 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 nah. get, you get quite angry by the I, I love the first one. That second one. Second one's not too bad. No, really. So there's, there's a lone wolf in there. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like oh, is that all you can think of, do you? <laughs> well, is that the only joke you can think of? <laughs> what you got against Chuck Norris? I like Chuck Norris, but it's just that. We don't like him enough to do a film of his, though. No. He's one of them people that he's been around. Like, you're watching. We grew up was a big thing. Mm. I love the film Live with McQuaid. It's really good. And, uh, and not Entrance, uh, Why the Dragon in it. With the fight with Bruce Lee. Yeah, Why the Dragon. Why the Dragon, Why the Dragon yeah. in it. But there's a lot of awful ones. I remember watching as a kid. Yeah. Stuff like Invasion USA. What about Walker, Texas Ranger? That's a bit shit. <laughs> That's on at the moment, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. You watch it now, it's like one of them, this was before TV got good, wasn't but it? this is, like I said to you, and I think we said it on the podcast before, deviation, um, this is the reason why streaming television is so much harder, probably more enjoyable actually for writers, because I was going to watch. You know, you know, I've done my Doctor Who. Mm. Anyone wants to know, I do a watching Doctor Who thing on Facebook. I've done every single episode now, but yeah. now watching kind versions. But I'm thinking, what can I do next? What's my next thing I want to do? do like that, yeah. Right. And originally, I was going to do the Equalizer. Right. I thought I've got all the Equalizers, all five series on DVD. But then I watched two episodes in a chart and it's really hard to watch. And the reason is because you had to wait a week for the next episode. Yeah. By the time next week come along, you yeah. kind of forgot what had happened. Yeah. So I'm doing every single televised Sherlock Holmes that's available. I think that's better than that because a lot of that 80s TV, it was like you're saying, it was like, mm. it was just get in, get out, weren't it? And, it was, you see that, and you enjoy all you remember it. as a kid is the fighting. Yeah, 18, <laughs> Street Hawk, Night Rider. Yeah, you watch the rest. That, all the time. I find that, the 18, mm. I keep trying it, it's always on on Forces TV. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like... <laughs> Ironic. Yeah, and you watch it, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, I know. I know. You just don't know them things when you're a kid. You don't notice. No, nah, nah. Unless I've that episode, like Moonlighting. But I've got, I've got series one and two of Moonlighting, but I don't have the other three series, I think, because they are ridiculously expensive. But it went crap anyway, didn't it? Yeah, but I'm a collector, and I, so it's kind yeah. of, once I've got one series, I've got to have the second one. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I'm a bit annoying by that, but yeah. still. But yeah, he also did um, The General's Daughter in 99. Uh, and the psychological horror film When a Stranger Calls. Prior to his film career, Cal, you'll like this because this is one of your favourite songs, West served as director for music videos, including your favourite tune, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Was it? Yeah. What a bizarre... There you go. Yeah. I would have played a little clip of Rick Astley then, but I don't think the audience needs to. No, no, no. And if if you don't know who you say, you're in America, but you don't need to know. You just don't. All you think is of a a white man who couldn't dance. That's all you need to know. Did you see him do his version with Dave Grohl in the Foo Fighters? No. Dave Grohl called him up 
on stage and they did a metal version of Never Gonna Give You Up. Alright. They've both loved it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's quite a cool guy, Rick Astley. I think, I think, he's he think he realises. Well, he, did, he never took himself seriously. No, took, no. You know why? Because he was the tea boy at Stock Hagen. Was, was he? He was, a, he was a tea boy and they needed someone to record something and he was doing a bit of singing, you know, obviously if you're in the band, you know, and they did it and uh, boom, there you go, Never Gonna Give You Up. Well, so he's never took himself seriously. Yeah, he's incredibly famous in Japan. I bet you're still learning from that one. I bet you're still about Ellis is or Stock Hagen Woman. Uh, no, I think he gets a bit of... Well, obviously, they're going to make more money. That's why Pete Waterman just does ship burgers and <laughs> watches trains. Yeah. Um, it's written by Scott Rosenberg, and this is one of the first uh, films produced by Jack, Jerry Bruckheimer uh, as a single producer outside of his Don Simpson days. Yeah. Um, we all know Jerry Bruckheimer's notable work. Hell, this is a fantastic list of movies. Uh, and yeah. I, I, can't, I can honestly turn around and say there's probably not a bad one in there. Beverly Hills Cop, CSI, Flashdance... You know, that's a guilty pleasure when you flash those. It's, yeah, like, it's, it's crap watching it now, but... You know. I like when I was a kid, I think I liked it. The, I don't care what anybody says, homoerotic film Top Gun. Yeah. I argued with this with my wife the other day. It is! It is! Come yeah. on! What, the beach scene? The, the beach scene. The, the, the kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Rock, Con Air, obviously. Oh. Coyote Ugly, Crimson Tide, Armageddon, oh. Enemy of the State, Gone in 60 Seconds. What Probably uh, Chris Eccleston hates that film. Uh, Black Hawk Down, Pearl Harbor, Bad Boys, Bad Boys, What Are You Gonna Do? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Pirates of the Caribbean. That's pretty good, isn't it? Really good. So, the main actors in here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a few of these people have been in films that we've already done, so you're going to have to go back. Look, we're not making it easy for you. Right. Uh, Nick Cage, born Nicholas Kim Coppola, January the 7th, 1964, time of recording, he's 57, in Longbridge, California. Yeah. He's been in such films as Rumblefish, Valley Girl, Race with the Moon, Birdie, Peggy Sue Got Married, and that up to then, that was a very early Jim Carrey film as well. And the film that really kind of broke him in this country was Raising Arizona, which I think is still an amazingly it, good film. It's on, um, it's on Disney. Is it really? Oh, yeah, it is yeah. on Disney, isn't and it? And it's Edgar Wright's all-time favourite film. No. Mm. Really? He said, he said it's a perfect film. It is a perfect, perfect film. Yeah. It's, like, it's got everything in it, isn't it? It's got yeah. the... I know, I love Nicolas Cage. Love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But if I was going to show someone a Nicolas Cage performance that was fun, not right. leaving Las Vegas... Oh, we'll get on to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be that, because, mm. yeah... This, if you want to watch Nicholas Cage, where he's been mental, yeah. that all that wild and heart in it, that one of them, them two, yeah. that is mentalness and of it. Drop. But it's just a funny bloody film, yeah. isn't it? and it's a Coen Brothers film. So, do you, that, do you remember that interview he did with Wogan when he had his leather, his skate skin jacket on, and he come in and he did a massive, he did a tumble at the beginning, he did a roll, <laughs> and was going woo. And Terry Wogan's going, oh, that's very, very good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it did uh, Moonstruck, Vampires, Kiss, Wild at Heart, Honeymoon in Vegas, and Red Rock West. Now, he got he won an Oscar for the brilliant uh, Leaving Las Vegas, in which he starred as an alcoholic who wanted to drink himself to death, which is Oscar-worthy easily. Yeah. Probably his best acting We were, we were waffling in our own mini-waffle podcast, which is basically every lunchtime for us. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this yesterday, weren't it? it yeah. It's a great film, but it's... Uh, we've got a couple of friends, haven't we? We mm-hmm. wouldn't say their names. And they found, weirdly to drink along to that film. Mm. Now, mm. I don't care. You do not come out of a film thinking alcohol's good. No, it's a bit like a whiff now and I now. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. You think that's yeah. like that when you actually think about it. It's horrible what he's drinking, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and he, the girl that he falls in, I suppose they are in love, aren't they? There's definitely a connection to her. She's a prostitute, I seem to remember. She's yeah, she's a prostitute. Yeah, but he, but he, what, he doesn't have sex because he can't. No, no, because he he he's it, not interested in that. He's, he's just, he just, but you know what? I haven't seen that film in about 20 odd years. So I'd like to go back and watch it just to, just to try and reintroduce myself to it. Have you, have you painted your room green? 
Wells, Wells Mid green. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought so. <laughs> you I just, your eyes are going. I was just wondering if it was, yeah, going colourblind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very nice touch. I approve of the curtains as well. Because they ain't been around here in a very long yeah. time to Waffle Town. Yeah, well, what else to spend your money on when you're in lockdown? All the films that he's been in, I think that we really do need to mention these. Because he was recently in Kick-Ass, and I thought he was brilliant in that film. Great. Really good. Uh, the Croods, Joe, Doggy Dog, Mum and Dad Mandy. He was also in Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse. Um, which is classed, now classed actually as one of the best Spider-Man I've still not watched it. It's Have on you? Disney, I think. Yeah, I've just... We've talked about this, haven't mm. we? I've just... I haven't got a massive tolerance for animation. Not like And, and it's a horrible thing, because I love The Simpsons and Futurama mm. and Rick and Mo- But an hour and a half of it. I, just, I, I do yeah, always feel... Yeah, it's a horrible yeah. thing to say. This is not patronising. No, no. And anyone who loves animation or parody, yeah. Mm. But I always think of thinking, I should watch a real film. Yeah. Is that but does does no? Because yeah. you're allowed to, feel, you are allowed to feel how you feel. There's nothing wrong with that. I Could know you mean because I've I would really like because my our friend uh, Kenny who who um, in America, he's really, and Rick does it, and they're, they're all into the Star Trek Rebels and Star Trek um, whatever they are um, cartoons. Lower decks and all. Like, well, no, I love the Star yeah, Trek yeah. Lower decks. Actually, that was the one I really yeah, got yeah, into, yeah. really invested in. And I would really, really, really like to be able to get into it. I struggled with Infinity Quest from Doctor Who, which was a cartoon as well. Oh, yeah. I just, I just, I just, I turn off very quickly from it. And yeah, I, I did myself wondering. I, I didn't with Star Trek uh, Lower because I had, and I'll be honest here, I had lo- such low expectations. Exactly, that's, yeah. Because I thought, oh, this is just going to be kiddie. And I don't want that in Star Trek, but you know, it's not. I mean, yeah. there is some bits in, but it's, there's a lot of adult humour in there. Yeah, and I like that, and they're probably used with all the Star Trek stuff. So I really would like to get into it, but I, I, and I, 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 I don't know. I'd like to watch that Spider Man one because I love Spider Man. Everyone says it's amazing, yeah, yeah. Everyone, but it's like I think it's one of the things where I think the trouble is, is that it, I think you need to go into it with, I think with that kind of thing as a bit more of an open mind and go, you know what. I am going to watch this. I'm going to turn my phone off, yeah, turn yeah. everything off, not have books around you, get a snacks and put and get a, get a, a drink or something like that, and go for it because it's so easy to, to turn off. I think it's worth giving a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I think I think if it was like half an hour, mm. I'd I'd watch it. But I think yeah. I don't have loads on, so I'm thinking, wow, no enough. Or I could watch a film that I really want to watch. It's just come on Netflix. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. about. I think, oh, things just come on. I'll watch that, and I don't end up. Watching, watching it, it. and like I said I love The Simpsons and growing up we love manga stuff now that's the thing you see I was so, really into manga when I was younger and I still like I still enjoy drawing manga but I have no interest in watching it I watched Akira the other week and I just couldn't get I just well, couldn't I tried to watch things in the Overfiend oh god that's now really I love that when I was younger yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch it now it's like it's just fucking I, really massively pervert I think the fact it's the reason why I enjoy, we enjoyed it when I was younger is because it's pervert and because it's a bit of a shock value of going wow man this is you know, the Japanese really know they let their hair down instead of, you know, which I was like, you know, um, but it's kind of like, it's funny enough, you saying that, I know this is such a big diversion now, I'm listening to a Dan Carly's Hardcore History podcast and it's about the, the last the last five months of the Second World War yeah. and it's about the, and we can't, it is atrocities of what Japanese soldiers were doing to people, chopping heads off, killing yeah. babies, all this kind of stuff. And, and my work turned around and said, uh, I said, isn't it weird now, though, that Japan is kind of like this really massive, you know, karaoke, they like their drinking, they do really hardcore comics and stuff like that. And I said, yeah, it's because it's the total opposite of what they were known for in the Second World War. It's the modern generation, the younger generation who come after the war is yeah. so ashamed 
by those things. And yeah. I said, you know, we can't be looked at. It's as quite being sad, that. really, that without a Shandalone culture, and that's that why we think they might make everything look Western, don't they? Yeah, yeah. And it's because of the shot. It's like, you, know, you know where that part comes from? Because the um, the suicide bombers, the, you know, the, um, the kamikaze. kamikaze, you know, when that first was introduced, they asked for volunteers and not one mm. person volunteered from their army. Not one. So they took the graduates from their universities, the ones that were starting to be interested in westernised culture, the ones that wanted to change Japan, yeah. they took them. Yeah, it's a, that it's a, something, it's a big it? myth about the kamikaze. No. People forget they were bloody welded into the planes so they yeah. couldn't get out. And they were given loads rockets. of wine, uh, yeah. rice wine, weren't they, sake yeah. to get them drunk. Yeah. You know, it's not bravery. It's not bravery. It's not bravery. They've done nothing. They're locked, basically. They're sitting in a missile, weren't they? Yeah, they also had human torpedoes. Human yeah. rockets, a bit like Rocky Man, but you were strapped to it. Yeah. No choice. What I mean, that's what's all about. Anyway, anyway that's, that's going to be Daniel. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get back onto some more classic uh, um, Nicolas Cage. I really enjoyed uh, National Treasure Book of Secrets and Lord of War. I thought they were two great films. Uh, my wife loves Lord of War. I think Absolutely it's a film. loves it. Yeah. It's got a lot going for that film. Yeah. It's fairly complicated. Yeah, yeah. It's it really, really good film, and it's like another film where you actually. It makes you think about the, you know, the immorality of arms dealers, mm. and I've got no problem with arms dealers because you, someone's going to make something and blame. But, but you've got to think, how do you live with yourself when you? Is that bit where he's sitting there and they're using these machetes at night, yeah. and he's just sitting there and they're cutting people up? It's like, yeah, that's what you are if you're an arms and dealer. And I think arms Iron Man raised that, didn't they? Really, you know, the first Iron Man film, and he actually saw what his rockets were doing. And let's face it, we, we, we you know, British history, we all know the fact that in the eighties, when uh, we we supplied the Taliban with. Um, Loads of guns and rockets. Yeah, oh yeah, we did. We trained them. Well done us. Yeah. Um, but I think our two favourite of the Nicolas Cage films, although he has done uh, Ghost Rider, didn't he? He's done a couple of Ghost Rider films. I don't know, right? Not too bad films. I think he just loves doing them. Well, he loves comics, things, doesn't he? Yeah. Loves comics. Uh, he's definitely, obviously, The Rock with uh, Sean Canary and Face Off. Off. Oh. <laughs> 97. What a great year, though. Face Off, 97. The Rock, 96. Con Air, 97. Brilliant. Uh, City of Angels, 98. Do you know what I mean? All these films... It, that, like I said, it's just an amazing period of complete over the top, high concept mm. action films. Yeah. Before I think things started ever coming, you know, this is before I, you know, before the, the, you know, they weren't done ironic. That's what's mm. good about them. They don't, they know it's fun, but yeah. they do take themselves seriously when they're in it. Yeah. Don't you? yeah. That, that's the thing with them, even though it's completely ridiculous. Mm. And I think he must have earned loads of money for these films, oh, Nicholas yeah, Cage. Yeah. I think Die Hard's a bit like that as well, isn't it, really? You know that you can't do what he does in Die Hard, but, but he believes he can do it. And that's the thing, the, the belief of the characters. I mean, he was a bit in it, which is, um, what's he called? Uh, not self-professing, but when um, Larkin turns around and says, you know, what, why are you doing this? And, and he's like, is he howlier than how? You know what I mean? But we'll talk about that when we mm-hmm. get to film. Uh, John Cusack's in his film. John Paul Cusack, born June 28th, 1966. Now, we're not going to talk about him because we've already talked about him in Gross Point Blank. So yeah, search yeah. that episode out. The same with Steve uh, Vincent Bissimi, yeah. uh, born on December 13th, 57. Uh, we've done Vizzo Dogs. And Irving Ramers Rames, Irving Rames, We've done Paul Fiction. So. Yeah, yeah. The other three, which uh, we go about, is John Gavin Malkovich, born December the 9th, 1953. It appeared in more than 70 films, including, here we go, The Killingfields, Empire of the Sun, Dangerous Liaisons of Mice and Men, Mullen Falls, Rounders, Being John Malkovich, John Malkovich, A Shadow of Vampire, Ripley's Game, Johnny English, you forget about that one, Burn After Reading, uh, Red, which I think is a really good film. Burn, I af- like Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a video. That's a video. Isn't it? <laughs> I say that's a, that must be a dull film, isn't it? <laughs> so again, he's also he's one of these actors as well who has such a wonderful voice, isn't he? He's just got. But we're saying he's got, he's got that. Certain actors have got, there, ain't, there ain't so many around anymore with amazing. Like mm. we grew up with like James Mason and Richard Burton, mm. all these amazing Vocal, things, and, uh, and there ain't many around. And he's one of the last to do it. Where yeah. he looks like he's reading a like a play. Yeah, yeah, he's he, very mouthy, isn't he? Very slow delivery, very mad, and it works very well. Uh, also, hasn't aged much either. No, no, I, I just, off, he's, re- he's really good. I, I really like John Malkovich, mm. I think he's an excellent actor. Uh, Colm J. Meany, uh, yeah. born uh, Colm Olm. I'm not even going to say it. Like, <laughs> it's an Irish, it's Gaelic. Uh, 30th May 1953, he's Irish, obviously. A lot of people will know him uh, as being in Star Trek The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine as Miles O'Brien. Brilliant. And he's been in many TV shows such as Law and Order, The Simpsons, and Hell on Wheels. He was also yeah. played Gene Hunt in the American version of Life on Mars. A little bit of a fact for you to watch and miss it. When John Cusack hands over his car keys to him at the end of the film, if you notice, there is a tricycle, a, uh, a communicator, little mini communicator on his. Uh, is that? Yeah, on his thing. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to look at that again. Oh, it's, it's, it's a uh, Kirk. Oh, I'm going to have to look at that later. What a brilliant thing. Uh, uh, Cal, uh, this is a man that you're very much a big fan of. Uh, Dan Trejo. Uh, American yeah, yeah, yeah. actor and restaurateur who has appeared in numerous and various Hollywood films including Heat, Bubble Boy and Desperado. The latter with his frequent collaborator and second cousin whom he only knew about on that film, uh, Robert Rodriguez. Uh, he's most recognised as the character Machete, yeah. originally developed by Rodriguez for the Spy Kids series of movies yeah. and later expanded into his own series of films. He's appeared in TV shows such as Stargate Atlantis, Breaking Bad, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The X-Files, King of the Hill, The Flash yeah. and of course Sons of Anarchy. He has also appeared in several music videos for the American band Slayer. Yeah, yeah, no, I love Dan Trello. Like, uh, uh, what I mean, there's that, uh, you know, there's that brilliant story we told you about mm. that, didn't I? When, when they were doing Connie, he was go- he working there because he was quite nervous because he never got into acting until he was like in his mm. 40s. And uh, he walked in and the producer said, yeah, there are all the actors in there having a read through and just having a camaraderie kind of thing. Was this who in this film? In Connie, yeah. Oh, so he walked in and he sat down and he sat down and all it was was all these guys, actors, all bragging how many fights have been in and how tough they were. Right. Right, they're all there and he's sitting there really, really quiet. Nicholas Cage stands up and he goes, I don't know, you lot need to shut up. The only man I'm really scared of is him sitting there and he was Danny Trello. <laughs> Brilliant. But you can imagine if he goes, yeah, I've done that. And he's Danny Trello. Remember, he murdered someone. Yeah. He was the uh, Leavenworth uh, boxing champion. In Leavenworth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there like, you go. And if, there's a really good film about I am Danny Trello. And he said, were you, were you a brilliant boxer then? He went, no, I was really good with my elbows and my head. You thought, hey, really? Wow. <laughs> well, he's, got, go. he's got a book coming out, which I've ordered. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Got a signed edition. It'd be amazing. Right. Oh, brilliant bloke. We should say, actually, who these, these actors are playing. So Nick Cage is playing Cameron Poe. John Cusack playing Vince Larkin. John Malkovich as Cyrus the Virus, Virus. Grissom. Steve Buscemi as Garland de Mariette Mangler Green. It's a brilliant name, though, isn't it? Garland Green, brilliant. <laughs> uh, Bing Vames as Nathan Diamond Dog Jones. Colmini as DA agent uh, Duncan Malloy. And Danny Trejo as Johnny Johnny 23. Which is a horrible okay. character. What, why is he called? Because uh, he's right 23 women and yeah. then. And he's got 23 hearts on his arm. Yeah, but there's that brilliant people, John Malkin. It's like the fit, the lower, lower than an Uber. 
I'll have an exception for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we got facts there, so let's let's move the trivia bit over side and, and get straight into the film. Now, um, it starts it starts off with uh, almost like you know eight years earlier, doesn't it? Really, it starts off with him, yeah. Nick Cage there, Cameron Poe with his lovely lady wife, now having a bit of a dance. She's pregnant. And you got these. We were saying this. This is a ridiculous thing. We've got a lot, a lot of American listeners out there, right? And I'm sure, I'm sure this is exactly this wouldn't happen in this country either. Where we know for 100% that Americans are incredibly, credibly proud of their servicemen and women. They right? are, yeah. They really are. I find this, even if you're pissed, to be. <laughs> Really, un- out of the whole of this film, this is the most unlikely yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, Where you yeah. get three blokes, one take the piss out of the fact that he's a ranger, two tear off his medals of his, his ribbons of honour. I know. Right? Yeah. Uh, They're the kind of people who fight people who did that. Yeah. I don't get it's literally it's the most possibly one of the most apart from doing something nasty with the American flag that's got to be one of the most unpatriotic yeah, things yeah, you yeah. can do so I, I just don't believe it but also I'm sure as hell a judge even the judge found uh, out that one he was insulting his wife two they were beating the shit out of him three they tore his US badges off him yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that killing accidentally yeah, killing him he does, a, he does a palm cut does a palm which is actually really quite dangerous to see but I just don't think they'd put him in prison for, for eight. seven to ten years <laughs> to make an example of an American service yeah 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 no so to, to me that's bullshit it's like I was right. looking online what people were saying about this yeah, yeah, yeah. in the real life Said if that would happen, he would have gone to the military prison. Military compound, yeah. We call it. We've got called the glass house, in where, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they must have one over there. That's where they send soldiers. Well, it'd be a military prison, wouldn't it? Like a military yeah. prison, and yeah. send him there where it's other military prison. Yeah. But he wouldn't put him in the gem pop. No, no. And also, right, we, I said this to you. Do you think this is, being that Simon West is British, do you think that when you see Cameron Poe in the prison <laughs> and he's doing his his exercises, because Natalie, when my wife was watching this, and she went. I think she was going bloody hell he looks I mean to be fair to Nick he's, Hay, he's built up and he was he was exercising every day but he's standing on his arms he's doing press ups he's doing sit ups I think he's a big guy I think he's six foot blood yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a, a big blood. blood so do you think it's a bit of a homage to sitting you were saying this well yeah it could well be because if we what you know we've got into that uh, it's quite an important film for a lot of directors mm. it's just the fact that you know we've never seen it so no, I reckon no. it probably was yeah. and is it probably the age where he would have saw it yeah of course because he's 58 57 so he, yeah he would have he would have seen it yeah, yeah yeah I think it really is and also there's some bits where he, he's learning Spanish you know, oh, that's just really funny. go on what's the Spanish line in that it says uh, what's it uh I would like a margarita on the yacht. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what a bizarre... Because this is funny, this bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The, I, what I always like about Nicolas Cage, he's good at being funny, even when he's trying not to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good at doing like that. And that is because of his drawl as well. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's reading all them letters in a... No, yeah. no, it's not like school, is it? We do not have playtime. When he's reading them letters to his daughter. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, yeah. Also, and that's the thing that you're supposed to... <clears throat> my voice is going... The thing that you, you were meant to be... That remind me of is when the bar fight happens at the beginning this is what I like about this film is that a lot of films they feel the need to explain every kind of thing but when they have the fight when the two other guys escape the one takes the knife and there's no explanation yeah you're you right about this I yeah. didn't think about it so you said it yeah. yeah you're right so he takes the knife but in some films you'd then get well there was no knife therefore you can't yeah, you, that's I, not done it's not done do you, do you think though there might have been stuff in this and it was cut out because well, it'd be yeah, interesting I mean, that bit because it runs really quick it does go really and you quick, thought yeah. you would have saw the court case him because you see him arguing with his lawyer and he says mm. take the 
yeah, well, it's not even that. You just hear him saying, look, t- admit guilty and it You'll will get for manslaughter or whatever like that. And it isn't actually, he gets the, gets the high thing anyway. But yeah, there's no, obviously they film loads of stuff and it's edited for timing and for pacing. And I think whoever did the editing for this film and Simon West himself took it all out the film I said we don't need to explain stuff the audience will notice that the fact that oh they took the knife there's no evidence here yeah yeah and I think that was really nice that they didn't need to do that pandering kind of thing because so many films you go oh really it's a bit nowadays instead of doing that you get the product placement we're doing the James Bond with the watch doing oh, that and, now it happens loads now and you just it? look and you go oh really yeah, in fact yeah. if anything it makes me not want to yeah yeah, wanna yeah, yeah. Um, you find out that July the 14th is a day he's going to get released. Now, I do have a quick fact here, Cal, for you, uh, which I'm going to read out here. Uh, if I can find it, where is it? I'll probably delete it in my own name. But July the 14th is, of course, her birthday. Here we go. The events of the movie take place on July the 14th. And she does say July the 14th, and uh, quite a lot in that little letter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is mentioned several times in the letter from Casey to her father. July the 14th is the date of a famous and historical significant prison break. The French Revolution started on July the 14th, 1789, when the people of Paris stormed the fortress prison known as the Bastille. The Bastille Bastille was where people, particularly political prisoners, were imprisoned simply based on arbitrary and or malicious royal edicts that could not be appealed and did not specify the crime or the reason for their incarnation. The French still celebrate this by celebrating Bastille Day. That's quite quite cool, isn't it? Um, Now, what about this mullet? Yeah. It's a great mullet. It's and a only, great and only, only Nicholas Gaze would get away with that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe John Tavart, where he had some great mullets in the past. Well, there was a really period of having mullets because there was that film called Hard Target with John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, that's a mullet. John Woo's first film. He yeah. had a big mullet in that as well. He did have a big mullet. And he's got a mullet in that Cools advert as well. Yeah. And you had a mullet in 1985. I did have a mullet in 1985. Which was perm. Perm mullet, mate. But that, was that more as a homage to Lovejoy? <laughs> yeah, well, no. I think it was like Lamal. Lamal? Yeah, oh, yeah, You know yeah. what? I would have stuck with Lovejoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here we also get to find out about John Cusack, who's wearing very nice uh, shoes, I noticed, almost sandal shoes. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, there's a lot of thing about his sandals, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Doing some shit, burning his sandals. That's that bit, isn't it? I love that bit in there that goes out about him. What's him saving the round person burning some fucking sandals? And <laughs> um, Cole Meany turns up uh, in a, a very nice car. Uh, I think I might have some. What car is that? That car, did I write it on here? I think I did actually. Give me a second. It looks like a little little Italian car, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a. No, I think I took it out of that. I do know for a fact, though, at the time of filming, the car would have been worth around about $38,000. So a very expensive. Really tiny as well, because Carmine looks way too big for it, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. I thought I really did have that, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, here we go. The car that uh, he drives is a 1967 Corvette Stingray. Oh, it's a Corvette C2. Stingray. Oh, yeah, and at the time of the filming, so this is 1997, uh, it would have retailed for $38,000, so imagine how much that would have been worth. Oh, yeah. Whether they destroyed that car, whether it was an aluminium version of it, I'm not I'm not too sure. That's what my favourite bits, that is. Now, we do have the prison introductions here. Well, we told you today's flight would be special. That's William Bedford, a.k.a. Billy Bedlam. Mass murderer? The same. He caught his wife in bed with another man, left her alone, drove four towns over to his wife's family's house, killed her parents, her brothers, her sisters, even her dog. Scan him. And who is that good-looking brother on screen? Nathan Jones, a.k.a. Diamond Dog, former general of the Black Gorillas. He blew up a meeting of the National Rifle Association saying, and I quote, they represented the basest negativity of the white race. 
wrote a book in prison called Reflections in a Diamond Eye. New York Times called it a wake-up call for the black community. They're talking to Denzel for the movie. done it all. Kidnapping, robbery, murder, extortion. Foxtrot Charlie, perimeter is secure. You are clear to release. His name is Cyrus Grissom, a.k.a. Cyrus the Virus. 39 years old, 25 of them spent in our institutions. But he's bettered himself inside, earned two degrees, including his Juris Doctor. He also killed 11 fellow inmates, incited three riots, and escaped twice. Likes to brag that he killed more men than cancer. Okay, open wide. Lift your tongue. Cyrus is a poster child for the criminally insane. He's a true product of the system. What's that supposed to mean? What is he, one of these sociology majors who thinks we're responsible for breeding these animals? No, but I could point a few fingers if it would make you feel comfortable. Penis. Boy, you are one skinny Negro. Easy, man. Open shit. up. Oh, man, it smells like so much shit in your mouth. Told me you loved me. <laughs> Get out of my face. All right, all right. Yeah. Hey, Larkin, who's that guy? That is Cameron Poe, a parolee hitching a ride home. He's a nobody. Okay, let's do it. So you get to uh, you get to, to, to hear all about who they are. Um, and this is a bit obvious. All these prisoners come out of their various buses. They're shipped on there. They're put in their cages. You know, yeah. they're all looking quite. Because there's a new federal supermax. They've built, they've built it now for yeah, the people who yeah. can't be. But there's no way they'd put them all together on a bloody. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no. there is there is obviously kind of air. There are trying to do that. Really? Yeah, there are real. But there's no way that all these high security people, and especially a bit like when they stop off and pick up Steve Buscemi's character, who is a notorious. I mean. Yeah, he's probably like a bloody Hannibal Lecter, you know. Yeah, yeah. basically, he yeah. looks like Hannibal Lecter, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Um, but he is good. But then you got the bit where they they pull the needles out of the hand. Now, I'm presuming these are either aluminium needles or something like that because they are metal detected on the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how does that go? There? <laughs> yeah. I suppose because they're in handcuffs. So yes, yeah. That wouldn't be picked up. But did you wince at that when they're pulling the needle out? Of yeah, the it's hands? horrible, isn't oh, it? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, like yeah, horrible. Um, the insulin bit I really like with with Nicholas Cage's mate who's going with him. He's diabetic, isn't he? And he needs insulin. And when it all kicks off, his insulin crash. I like that because that, that adds tension. That's the second story, really. That's the B story to this, isn't it? With the fact he's, he's, he's only staying on there yeah. in the hope he can find insulin, which I think is a wonderful bit Again, of writing. Because it's all about that. Like, because he could get off. I think, I think he's jumping ahead. But he could get off. But he doesn't, does he? Because he no. wants to look after two people. Yeah, yeah the woman, because he knows that he's, she could get raped. By That's the, the only woman. <laughs> yeah, it's another film where female characters... Not so much in this film. There really. There's only one. That's well, she, at least she kicks ass. Yeah, she does. I mean, she does. She gives a good, you know, she don't take no shit fair yeah, deep yeah, into yeah. it. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a wonderful line in here uh, where someone says, have you lost your mind? And, uh, and, <laughs> and Cyrus goes, according to the last psychiatric evaluation, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, they've got a land in Carson City. So they've taken over this plane. They're enjoying themselves kind of stuff. 
the the uh, machete guy. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Danny Chaya was going to rape the the one, but Nick Cage stands up and gives him a few beatings yeah, yeah. in that time, which is which is. But what's weird as well is it? Well, when they're on that plane, hmm. right? Do you believe that the staff was sitting in chairs? <laughs> No. Some of them are in a cage. Some are in you cage. can understand, but none of them are sitting there. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. with oh, the guards are, and that. Oh, they are handcuffed, though, aren't they? They are handcuffed, but they can get out, can't they? So, I mean, I like yeah. what the real kind of is. I bet it's going to be like this, is it? No, well, I mean, I, I doubt if they'd have an arsenal of guns underneath the bottom <laughs> yeah, of it. doesn't make any sense. And also, you know, this is the thing as well. I mean, all right, it's going to happen, but you know the co pilot's going to get shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the fact that he killed other three other people is actually quite a good bit of, bit of lighting that. What about when that, to actually distract the guards? That one guy sets fire, pinball sets fire to that other bloke. <laughs> Well, he does get his come up and say, doesn't he? Yeah, 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 I yeah. see the one who burned just yeah, smiling yeah. at him as he went up. But I think one of the weakest parts of this bit of the story is the way he's got, they've got the undercover agent in it. Oh. That bit, it's like, it's just added in there, isn't it? Yeah. And it's like, he doesn't act like an agent because he just kept his mouth shut and it would have been all right. It would have been all right. And also, you know, you, you get so, because oh, he gives him the gun and you think, don't, why are you doing that for? Yeah. Because you know? yeah. Colmini is playing stereotypical douchebag DEA. Yeah, John yeah. Cusack's playing the marshal. I said to you earlier on, do you think John Cusack has got the smallest yeah, mouth in Hollywood? It's really, really small. Mouth, yeah. yeah. You know what we should do? What? Oh, we can't really, because that'll be three, three Cusack films. What's that? High Fidelity. Oh, I know, High Fidelity is wicked, but it's we're got, it's got it, Jack we Black. can't keep doing the same actors. No, no, no. We're going to get away. Maybe next year then. Maybe next year, yeah, yeah. Because we haven't done a Jack Black film yet. I do love Jack Black. He's going to do School of Rock, haven't That I love School of Rock. Absolutely love it. One of my five films. That could be a maybe that could be a Christmas one. Hey, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Can you write it down? <laughs> I tell you what, I'll write it. It's in there forever. I'll well, well, until Friday. About fifteen seconds. School of rock, not cock. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A that's film yeah, that's a film one. There is there is a film called that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I did accidentally tie that in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, where are we? Right then, back in back to the plans. Um, now they find the plans in Cyrus's cell. Now, are you telling me? How did but, he get... Right. Right. And if he's such a genius, yeah. he would run down, wouldn't he? No, he would have burned him, wouldn't he? Yeah, just leave him out. Leave him out. out. Uh, several books about aviation. Yeah, but the way it's like really, really cheap as well. It's yeah. like drawings of a plane and that. He's supposed to be this ultimate... Because ge- the thing with Zyra's a virus is you don't know much backstory about him. He said he's supposed to have killed 30 men, but mm. he's been in prison, they said. He's 45, been in prison for 35 years. So what was he in prison when yeah. he was 10? Why is he called the virus? Yeah. Why would he wind up in prison when he's 10? Do you think there's a novelisation in his book? It'd be very interesting because, like I said, there's so much more they could do with this film. Mm. Uh, would they do a prequel? I suppose a prequel, but... Uh... Yeah, but who'd you do a prequel of? So the the villains. Yeah, I suppose you could de- like. There's definitely well, we're talking. There's def- there could definitely be a. There's definitely a sequel. Steve could definitely. Se- well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say there's a sequel with Nick Cage. I don't. I don't think that. No, would no, but it could have but, him when they're looking for him. Come. Pop, pop, well, I, I, I'd. I'd. Yeah, he seems fine at the end. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, so green, don't he? He's all right. Well, oh, well, we'll, we'll talk to him a bit. Yeah, it's, it's like, he's alright. Well, no, well, I'll, I'll come yeah. to that. I'll come to that in a minute. Right. Okay, so they, they they go into this cell and they find that there's these plans in there. And lo and behold, when you've got a box that says "Do not open," what do you do? Yeah, yeah do you don't know. open it, dear. No, so no. clearly the bomb goes off. And that's a great special effect. That if no, the no. door comes. So like, how did he fucking build a bomb in his cell? Well, if he's no. built a bomb, but he's drawing the police plans with crayon on yeah. the paper. Let's see. <laughs> you've yeah. not. Got to think too much about this film. No, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, this is a trouble when you when you yeah, yeah. It's, it's silly. Yeah. It's just a, it's to get in there. Yeah. 
Anyway, Garson Green comes on. He's loaded up like uh, he's got like a very strange mask on. Yeah. Also, yeah. doesn't he look quite cool? Yeah, he does. Something about a nice Chris White shirt. We see the same. He's like uh, floppy hair. I mean, he's a strange-looking guy. We've said that all yeah. the time. Really, but... I was like in Fargo. Funny-looking fella. Funny-looking fella. But yeah, I love him so, for his great he's actor. so cool. And a proper, like, if you talk about actors who are working class, a proper working fireman. Firefighter. Fucking fireman. Sur- uh, served during 9-11. Yeah. Didn't he? He went and yeah. got his helmet back. And... Him and Jack Nicholson. Think about that. Jack Nicholson was one did that, didn't they? Jack Nicholson then now packed during 9-11, did he? No, but I'm saying, but I mean, he was a fireman as well, oh, weren't he? Damn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got two actors in the Yeah, yeah, but he was still working. That's the reason. That's the reason why he could wield an axe pretty well. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's in the scheme. He was like, he just kept it quiet, didn't he? He just like did yeah. it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same guy. Yeah, yeah. He's. A, I'd, I'd love to meet him. Yeah. Oh my god, I'd love to meet him because I tra- remember when Reservoir Dogs came out in '92, and I tried to because I was the only one of us who could grow a rough. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. I was what, desperately trying Pink, to grow yeah. a Mr. Pink style beard, but it just I just looked like a poor. Porn star. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. look like Harmar superstar, but a thinner version of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, right. This is the bit where you get Pinball who goes off chatting that bird up because he puts the the tracking device from the Con airplane into yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the 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 kind of air passenger the little kind of what's he called a tourist plane, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there he is, you know, <laughs> chatting his bird up, and he goes, uh, like, "Does anyone here do you hear a plane?" Yeah. And he uh, made up all his lines, frankly, even for his version all of his. I do love that bit where he's running up the side of the plane and going, hey, hey, and that the guy who he burns just looks at him like that and yeah, he, goes, yeah. he just drops off. Yeah. Now, I thought he just oh, buggered off. Now, he obviously clearly tried to tried jump to on the plane. Which don't make any sense how he got no, in there. No, and then, well, he must have jumped, oh, he got on landing gear, but then the landing yeah, gear went yeah. up and trapped him on it, didn't they? That's what happened to him. And it's a very bad mannequin, that yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Just... But I always think as well, that Dave Chappelle character, right? Yeah. You wouldn't do that, because this was the period where you'd have someone like Chris Rock, yeah, yeah, Dave yeah, Chappelle, yeah. but he's some wise-cracking black guy, and it weren't that. Yeah. It's sort of gone away a bit now, which is a good fucking thing. I, I think it? it's a good thing. I mean, um, although we're saying that, I wonder what uh, black listeners think of that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're good, because Dave Chappelle's very good. Like, Dave Chappelle, he's and a Chris crazy... Rock, he's, you know, he, he does Chris, that. Hasn't Chris Rock kind of fell off the... The radar a little bit though. Well, I tell you what, I'm watching him at the moment. He's in the new series of Fargo, right? And he's really good, but he's serious. I watched this uh, version of um, Saw as well. Isn't this Fargo gone back in time or something? Nineteen twenties. It's in. It's like the thirties. In things really good. It's about the black. About the black mafia versus Italian mafia. It's really good. Um, It's really good. But he's also he's in the Saw movie. I watched that, but like a Mm. new Saw movie. Yeah. He was going to direct it, but he had to do something. He wrote lots of the script for it. And it's not bad, but he's being serious in it. Do you not think, though, no, that the modern version of that wisecracking thing it was Samuel L. Jackson, though? Yeah, like I said, I think he was... The, in the 90s, there was a lot of it around, weren't there? Will Smith in Fresh Prince? Yeah, exactly. There's lots of it. Bad it's boys. sort of gone around now. And I think... You know, I, well, I'm, not, you know, I'm not a black person, so I don't know what they think. Do they think that? Like, I know we have got a few black people. Did yeah. I see that? It's what they did. Is that? Is that just a racial stereotype? Or did I think? Oh, it's just a funny character. It could be interesting. It could also be the fact that more because we've got um, more black actors out there, and you have to. It's a bit like like you like what you said about the fact there's only one female character. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. So you don't really need to think about writing much for her, really, which is a shame. Yeah. But it's probably the same for okay. So we got this uh, black dude there, and I'm a white guy writing it. You know, there's a lot to be learned from black writers, I think. And maybe a black writer would have learned, I'm not putting these guys... Yeah, because I think when you think about the main role, I think, we're, you know, I know it's very different, but I think Will Smith could have done that role. You just think yeah. that film, put Will Smith in that. Yeah, he mm. could do that role. I mean, it's yeah. a very multicultural film when you think about it. There's Mexicans, there's black people in this, there's, there's whites yeah. in it. In fact, there's only there's... one, two... 
Two, two, two hunkies in Oh, two, uh, four, but two on the plane. Yeah, yeah, Top yeah. the plane? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that, <laughs> was, that, that was really stereotyped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so uh, he gets he gets happy on. You get then get some classic uh, chopper time stuff where Carl Meany's being a douchebag. Yeah, this is where he's like, from all set, this basically, he would have been the VA in the 1970s show, Banging on the Desk. Banging on the Desk, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's, he's just really obnoxious, you know. Yeah, he's loud. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what accent he's meant to have because I'm sure he's Irish at the beginning <laughs> and then he turns into like yeah, well, a bad, really weird, yeah, bad yeah. New Yorker I think and then a bad yeah, yeah. Sort of no it's just like everything just hates everything woke and all that don't know yeah. like... now there's a great bit here where you get I, I didn't write it down but all I point is classic John Malkovich I think it's when he's doing his speech on the top of the stuff you know what I mean and he's like yeah you listen to him Poe goes to check the landing gear with, uh, with Ving Vames who's a bit of a chicken let's face yeah, it yeah. and finds Pinball lying there and a great scene this where now this is a comic scene Billy Bedlam is that where Billy Bedlam's is that uh, where the... no 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 that comes with that it's when they find the body and he quickly writes on po, uh, Pinball's yeah, yeah. shirt you need Larkin go to so and so. They throw out. Like, you got that classic the, the old couple in the car. Chat, yeah, yeah, in the seat. Something shit on my yeah, windscreen. The next thing you see, the body falling down. Uh, but normally you'd expect that to land and you go out. But the fact that they have a massive car right, crash yeah, on is, it. He's brilliant. This one, this film is whenever you can do something, let's just do more. Let's just do as more. You, as we saw back the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's really finish him off. Yeah, 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 and that's why it's film, isn't it? It's like turn it up, it's like the spinal tap. Yeah. Turn up to 11. Turn up to 11. So you can do something, go over the top. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's absolutely wonderful. I'm sure I recognise that, 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 especially the bloke in that car, but for the life of me, I. He won't come to me. So anyway, the body falls down there and there, and he and then Larkin gets um, a phone call to to say, "Look, you know, there's a message for you here. We got bodies falling out the skies." Yeah. Um, the guy that you, the guy you just said, Billy Bedlam, Billy Bedlam, finds out that Poe's been inside for eight years, and they have a bit of a row, don't they? And that's it, a great little about that. It, it but is, but it's never going to win. No, no. And the thing, what the thing, what like. What I like about this, what I shouldn't like it, because I'm a person who likes martial arts in films, mm. uh, it's sort of just two big blokes throwing each other around, and, yeah. ooh, and then there happens to be a pipe sticking out. Like, like. Well, always going to be. But <laughs> yeah. we're missing the classic line here. Yeah, yeah. The classic line. Do you know what the classic line is? What, what is it about? Put the, the bunny, bunny back in the box. Yeah, yeah. And then when he kills him, he goes, why didn't you put the, the bunny bu- back <laughs> in the box? <laughs> Which I think is brilliant. Now Larkin steals um, Colmini's car, and they go, uh, oh, yeah. they go drive off. Now, now this doesn't make any sense, does it? This is a bit I don't get. He gets to because he says airport. he's got what fifteen minutes to get there yeah. or something. Doesn't and he's he? going to need a fast car. But how, how? Where's his plane been flying? Round <laughs> circles or something? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But there is a wonderful line in this, right? Where Steve Buscemi is sitting there talking, and he goes, uh, uh I once drove three states wearing a girl's head on the hat. And you're there going, they just look yeah, at him. Yeah. I and mean, I love that. I think yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's so deadplan. Yeah, and that's yeah, what yeah. makes him quite yeah, yeah, a yeah. scary character. Because he's not scary. He's a little, you know, super scary. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bloke. Now, the plane ends up crashing, doesn't it? Right. So Larkin's got there. The, 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 the plane crashes just before the propane. Canisters, which yeah. is very lucky. It's like Boneyard. I do not yeah. believe there'd be anything like that in the middle no, of it. Where's the rest of the other people? Yeah, exactly. Where are they all? Where, where are they what all? What do you reckon to Swamp Thing? The guy who plays Swamp Thing? He's good in it, but he's like... Great moustache. Yeah, yeah. I know I like them because the thing is, this plant's just way too... It's way too good. How could you get another get Make sure you get someone who can yeah. fly a plane and get him on there. And get him on there. And then they picked up this Italian gear. Is it Italian or Mexican? It's like a Mexican. Colombian, yeah, Colombian, Colombian drug dealer. Another stereotype. Another stereotype. Really stereotype. And let's not go talking about the guy who's clearly gay. Yeah, 
Uh, uh, right, because yeah. right, I can't even begin to describe that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's an unnecessary bit in it as well, they bring him into it, isn't there? I suppose you are... Yeah, well, you know what? The funny thing is, is that now you turn around and go, oh, is this just a tick? Have you just put a gay character in here? Yeah, yeah. And it's really, really stereotypical gay character, almost drag queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, now you turn around and say, are you just ticking the boxes here? Is this bit of woke stuff going on? Yeah. Then you, you're just going, well, uh, he's... And he's also not mentioned. <laughs> no, but, but there is a, bit, a good bit which I'll come on to. But, um, yeah, so the plane crashes. You, you figure out that, hold on. So the whole thing is, is that they go... They've probably gone, they've gone around in circles, picking these other people up. They crash the plane so that uh, Cyrus can get on this loot, this jet and they can bugger off. Yeah, he's going to leave them in there. Now, do, does, do anyone else know is anyone else getting on this jet or is it just like right free for all off you bugger off yeah that's it because Diamond Dog turns around and because Potem goes what are, you, what are you working for him for yeah and I love that, that bl- black yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. leader and he goes there's ways to an end it now so you get yeah, the impression that, thing is he going to kill him I'll be in the house yeah, yeah is he going to kill Cyrus yeah that's and it he's going to take the, the place you don't know do you um, Larkin gets to meet Potem oh yeah so Steve is getting his character he goes off for the walk Post stops dog from killing the guards. Great bit that is. Yeah, great yeah, bit yeah, that yeah. is. La- uh, and so, and then um, Green goes and finds that little this girl. Is, a really weird bit. is this a Hamas or Frankenstein? I think so. I think so. It don't make any sense. Hi, what's your name? Wanna play? <laughs> Hello, Bob. Wanna come over for dinner? Why do you ask? You look sick. I am sick. You take medicine? There is no medicine for what I have. Want to sing? Sing? Do you know he's got the whole world in his hands? Yes, I do. He's got the whole world. In his hands, he's got the whole wide world. Dirty. Well, no, she, I think, because you found that the air traffic controller's do, dead. Do you think he's... I think that's her dad. It's got to be they because live, she's just on her own. Yeah, there. I think they live on that. That's there where they live. Because he doesn't walk far, does he? He no. walks through the gate and he sits there. And this little girl who... You're not too sure she's slow either. No, and the dolls are really creepy. And the dolls are really creepy and he's playing it. And now I could have sworn... That there's a bit in that bit. Oh, it is when it where he kind of the, the it kind of the screen yeah, does yeah. this. It kind of rocks sideways, almost goes out of out of scene. Now you're not too sure if this is in his head thinking, "Shall I kill her?" Because he doesn't say what he's done. You presume at this point he's a paedophile. Yeah, but you, all, don't know. you don't know. You it's don't never know. Actually, we think the worst, and the worst scenario for us yeah. is somebody who's a paedophile and kills, yeah, yeah. kills kids. Right. So, but the whole thing is goes. Uh, Do you want to play? And he goes, yeah. And he's playing the dolls. And then she sings. I got the whole world. Because no, you get sick. I am sick, but not the kind of sick that you know. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like a Frankenstein. Yeah. It's just like the Frankenstein. Well, goes, bit, why, why, why do you say that? Because you look sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's wonderful because it's he's carried to throughout the whole of this. He's so calm, so demeaning, and he looks now whether he thinks I am sick 
Because you automatically assume he's going to kill the girl because the girl's missing, don't you? You do think he's so killed when you, yeah. when you first see this film, you think, oh, he's killed the girl. And the next thing you know, he's sitting on, he walks back to the, tr- the play, <laughs> sits down with the doll, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is great. So Poe meets Larkin, and you think, you know, uh, what the hell's going on here? And then suddenly the guys come out of the plane, there's a bit of fighting, a bit of shooting, all that, which no one hears. Must be, must no, be. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. And then Larkin goes, what, uh, what are you going to do? He goes, what do you think I'm going to do? Save the fucking day. Yeah, yeah, Now that's yeah. obviously a classic, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a classic yeah. line. And then you've got the, the, you know, the troops coming. Yeah. And the it's like, coming. these are not the best trained troops in no, the world. Really. I know, what way should we walk? I know, let's go down an alleyway. It's obviously set up, <laughs> set up for an ambush, isn't yeah. it? He's just not to be in the rock, he does the same thing, doesn't yeah, he? He's going ambush and he's like, he's he be better than he's training that <laughs> and he takes him to save him doesn't he yeah, yeah. oh my god so Larkin decides he's going to save him by then but there's a great bit where um, Poe's running out there's loads of phones and he dives underneath a, uh, a truck to find an old man hiding yeah. under there <laughs> and he goes how are you doing old time and he goes uh, I need some needles he goes oh son and he goes drugs are going to kill you <laughs> yeah. and he goes you stay there and he goes well, for you. you don't need a piss <laughs> I love that that's a wonderful thing and then you see that the, the child's gone they blow everything up with the propane canisters which is you know it's great yeah. it is classic explosions everywhere Larkin stops you know this and that yeah because um, yeah, when the, the, the jet comes out he, he chops it in half doesn't he yeah, so the army, they get totally, yeah, totally yeah. terminated. You just see some classic Nicolas Cage running with his hair going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a classic poster, isn't it? It really yeah, yeah. is. Um, the, the guy, oh, Danny Trejo's character, goes onto the, the, onto the plane to rape the woman, and he's yeah, nearly, yeah, yeah. very nearly there. Yeah, yeah. Fair play to um, the guy who's got these diabetes, desperately trying to help out. But thankfully, Poe jumps on, and there's a bit of a fight, and yeah, he yeah. gets chained up, and, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, and then the girl gives him a bit of a smack. Yeah. Um, then it's, you've got the... No, this this is, is one of my favourite bits. Right, so it's his calm in his face, isn't it? Is that my car? <laughs> <laughs> it's what? such a ridiculous bit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, so Poe po puts a chain on around the, around the concrete and they shoot it off, but then it, it drags drags the car, doesn't it, perfectly behind in the sky. Calm in, he's looking to go, what's that? And he crashes <laughs> through the thing and then lands. But when you watch the behind the scenes stuff, they drop that car right by them when it all falls, oh, when right. it all falls apart and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, it's a brilliant thing the way that it's just, you're just looking at it. You then see the little girl waving. Waving. Which is so nice to see. Yeah. She's waving off uh, and, and, and then yeah. he's obviously going to see See, I think this is one of them films. They had a running script. And as they were going along, they're probably adding stuff into it. I reckon there's probably a lot of cocaine you know it, involved in this film. It could well, but it was because John Malkovich, can, one of his, his complaints about this film was the fact that he couldn't really get into character, which is surprising because I think he's so in character. Yeah. Really couldn't get into character because the script would change every day. You can day, see that. You know. Oh, that bit. Let's put that carpet in it. Yeah, let's yeah. put that in it. Let's put let's that in this, it. Which that. is the not we go. The nineties was the time of last time we saw it, isn't it? Mm. It was the last time of excess. Yeah. In everything, music, film, drugs, booze, everyone was just putting everything on the screen. And this and face off in the rock. I've got fucking everything. Everything in you it. want. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Now you then get the bit where they're all singing "Sweet Home Alabama" on there, and and you Green turns around and yeah, yeah. says, "Uh." Uh, what's it called uh, explain irony yeah. when you get a load of idiots singing a song about uh, from a band who died on a plane yeah, 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 yeah. you know I think that's a wonderful bit of there um, now what does he say oh I'm going to show you God uh, does exist doesn't it that's another great line there. Yeah, yeah. You got, I, I can tell when my writing starts to get a bit, get a bit quickly right because it's, it's coming towards the end and you're going oh here we go you know, yeah, what's yeah. going to happen here we go um, so anyway, they they realise then that Poe is not as he seems. It all starts to kick off. Um, 
He starts closing everything down. And he gets to slap that the gay criminal. He gets to punch him, doesn't he? Gives a him, slap, just gives him a bit slap. <laughs> 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 I know it's that hard rock guitar gets a bad because now it's handing towards um, a Las Vegas strip. Poe's taken over the plane. Well, the guy still Swamp Thing still that. Exactly, yeah. He doesn't seem too bothered. No, no, Swamp exactly. Thing's going. Well, I'll do whatever you want, man. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, and they say, look, land at Las Vegas, and he can't land there. He's got to land on the strip. Now there is a hotel in Las Vegas, which was going to be demolished at the time, the old part where casino, casino is. So they used a bit of that to, oh. to so they could de- demolish it. But all of this bit now, where the plane goes down and smashes through Hard Rock Cafe and lands on there, that's a mixture of miniatures yeah, and um, and like CGI. You know, um, but it's some of the first digital yeah, some stuff. Yeah, some of the first digital stuff on these. But I love modelling. I just love I think, I think it looks great. I think it works really well because I was totally in the in the gear with this. Unfortunately, a uh, this film is dedicated to somebody in this film, which we'll talk about. I think it might be on my trivia thing, who did die during this film. Uh, the prop plane landed on him and crushed him. Uh, I think it was like an assistant director. I do, have his, I do have his name there, so we will, we'll mention that in a bit. Now, this is where he goes totally over the top now. Um, Poe and Larkin go after Cyrus, who escapes on a no, fire engine. This is the thing, right? Where can I get out incognito? Yeah. Oh, no. I'll jump on the... T- There's no need to be on. You can sit in the cab. <laughs> yeah. Because What's he doing on there? No, Swamp Thing is driving that. Swamp Thing, well, Swamp Thing's going in. Yeah. Uh, old green buggers up. They all kind of go their own different... How does Ving Vame die? Do you remember how he dies? He's on the back of the... He's oh, from... he's on also on the no, no, you forgot the bit. Let's jump on motorbikes. Let's jump on motorbikes. Yeah, so this bit was must have been added right. How do you get there quick? No, how do you know the car motorbikes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Would you also? Think about, oh no, we both jump on a... keys in the ignition. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least Larkin, at least Kusak Kater does have to um, Jerry, uh, you know, um, hot wire the truck earlier on, don't they? But don't you think this end bit is a bit like in um, Future Kill? And also Lethal Weapon, isn't it? Yeah. Because he's never going to kill. He's on that fire, he's on the fire truck, isn't he? He's on the fire truck. And he's, and he's chasing him on a motorbike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And Beauty of Kill was, what, 87? Yeah. I think there's a lot in there. be actually, yeah, yeah. Now, I did go a bit, ooh, when Cyrus's leg gets stabbed with the big fireman's pole, I felt that, I must admit. And then he raises the ladder up, don't know that's good. So he goes through... Go through like a, a bridge. This is that unnecessary, ridiculous stuff. <laughs> Something goes through a window, so he's at it. Yeah, yeah. Cyrus goes through the thing and then lands. And now for some reason, there is a... Yeah, a, yeah. There's a yeah. <laughs> it's like a press. Well, he gets electrocuted first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He falls into the thing. And then he's all right. He's all right. He's lying there. And he looks up and he's in a locker fucking press. He's in a... No, I do not believe him. One of the middle of the bikers. Why? 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 I know it's supposed to be because of oil and all that. But that wouldn't have it there. But not in the Sunset Strip. No, no. And you could see it coming down. You think, I'm going to move. Not Sunset Strip. That's Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. He don't don't move. This is on there looking at it. But I like the way it's still not like he's dead. He's definitely dead. He's dead. He can't going to come back. No, no, his head's head's flat. (laughs) We see see Green in the the casino doing a bit of gambling with a foxy lady in the yeah, and he's looking really well, and he's got no suit. I don't know. But where did he get the suit? Do you have Because he he's still got his white prison things on. But in Vegas, anything goes. Yeah. And then we see we got the family time with the Poe family. He gives oh, the gives the bunny most corny music, which is done by uh, I did say Liam yeah, Rhymes at the age of fourteen. At this point, he's got a cracking voice at fourteen. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him out of it though, because I like it in it. You know what? It's a, it's a song for the time. It works really well because he's a bit of a soppy bit at the end, and you are going, you are rooting for him all yeah, the way through this. And uh, obviously he's got his little daughter there and she has the bunny and and, uh, and it all ends very nicely. Um, 
Let's get some chili before we. Uh, you ever say that much? You love, love watching it, didn't you? Oh, you know what? I, 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 was, I loved the last, it. So happy watching it. The last it. time I saw it was when me and you lived together. Yeah, yeah. So, and you know what? I, we, we, me and my wife both sat down and watched that, and it was, it was a great, fun, ninety-minute yeah. movie. But it's not really when you think about it. It's not really that violent. Not really. Not really, no. There's a lot of stuff that you hear about. There's far it? more violent films around than that. Like Face Off oh, yeah, is completely off. fucking violent, well, isn't well, it? Texas Face Off first. Time, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Let's not get into the bone structure debate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It just wouldn't work. I mean, John Travolta's got a square head. Nick Cage has <laughs> got a very oval head, doesn't he? So that kind of work. But no, I thought it was such a brilliant film to. You know, I think that's what's great about these eighties and nineties action movie films, where they are pure. And I think they're more entertaining. And don't get me wrong, because I'm a big fan of Marvel films. I really am. I certainly won't. I'll never slag off comic book films because no. I'm a big fan of them. But there's something different about yeah. these kind of. Yeah, when was the last yeah. time we had? I suppose you could say Fast and Furious films. I guess. Yeah, that's nice. But I couldn't understand why people. If you were young, if we were young, we'd be into it. Yeah. What? It's got hot girls, yeah. hot cars, and. And Jason Stavely and the Rock, yeah, fighting. So, when, what would what would you say would be the last Big. action film that we liked? What what do you reckon that is? I suppose you've got the newer diehards, yeah, but I, I don't like them last diehards. Yeah. I don't like them. They're not very good. Yeah, yeah, when you think about it, what are they? When's the last action proper blowy uppy kind of yeah. boom bastic kind of stuff? I can't think that. I Maybe, I well, can't even say transporter films. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. I suppose that you're right that. All the Marvel stuff have, have took over them, and so they've been the death of the action film, really. Yeah. Be- probably because of them, because they're b- big action films. But I suppose you got more B grade ones. But I- I'd like to see a big, yeah, a big proper, thing, you know, and not, 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 not robots. I mean, no. I want a proper sort of like. Let's get to it. Right, here's some facts for you then, Cal. The film is dedicated to Phil Schwartz, an effects specialist who died during filming when they rigged plane. Unfortunately, fell and crushed him. Uh, the Las Vegas scenes were filmed at the legendary Sands Hotel immediately prior to his demolition in late 1996. John Cusack allegedly dislikes his film so much that he refuses to be interviewed about him. Why? But, why? It's a great I, movie. I, I, yeah, I, hate I, think, that, I hate that. I hate that. It's life. a fun film. Yeah. I mean, if anything, he wants to look at his early 80s films if he wants to not think about it. Oh, I, I hate when the people are like that about stuff. Shouldn't have been embarrassed what you've done. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Curry travelled to Alabama to perfect his action. Oh. Accent, sorry. Um, I've already said about the car and the, the uh, keychain. Uh, William Defoe and Mickey Rourke auditioned for the part of Cyrus. During Rourke's audition, he improvised by producing a razor-sharp Bowie knife, both terror- terrifying and impressing the director. Though suitably impressed, they decided to cast John Malkovich instead. Yeah. Jason Isaacs, hello to Jason, yeah, yeah. revealed an awkward story in an interview about when he tried out for the role of Cyrus Devivus. Oh. His audition involved performing a scene with a handgun, so he said he'd use a nearby pencil as a prop. But then the camera assistant offered him a real gun he had tucked under his shirt in his belt. Isaac said his voice shot up three octaves and went all Jerry Lewis saying, oh my God, he's got a real gun. He said director Simon West was as wide-eyed as he was as he'd been working with the assistant for a while and now I do. He had a gun in his pants. Fucking hell. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah. I can imagine William Defoe is it because I do love William Defoe. Oh yeah. Uh, the Jailbird C123 used during the filming of the taxi scenes is now on display at the Wendover Airfield which is also used to film the scenes of Lerner Airfield. Oh. Uh, Tim Roth was the first choice to play Garland. Yeah, uh, you can Green. see that, can't you? Uh, as and it, it's, uh, I went to hear Steve Buscemi. Um, yeah, yeah, the same kind you of can thing. sort of see that they're very similar. Uh, Nicholas Cage and John Cusack would later work together in the Frozen Ground. However, their roles were reversed: Cage playing the cop and Cusack playing the criminal. 
Uh, when Pinball is thrown from the airplane, he lands on a beige Volvo. In another Nicolas Cage film, The Rock, Cage's character mentions he drives a Volvo. A oh, beige right. one. Yeah. Uh, and there we go so we got some there was some great feedback on Facebook mainly from um, Andrew Carrington he says it's the greatest action film ever Ian Higgins and David Williams all like it I think it's got, it can't be far off and I bet he made loads of bloody money didn't he now Cal before we talk before we uh, we go oh. all over the place with Rock email um, Ian Patterson on our Facebook page yeah. mentioned uh, a post we put a while ago do you want to have a chat about it do you want to mention that briefly yeah well I think we talked about it sort of I think originally before lockdown. Oh, it was well before lockdown. We talked about having, as more than wife calls it, Waffle Fest. A I said, waffle. it's not Waffle Fest. <laughs> Is that build, yeah, but that builds it up more than it would probably be. So yeah. do not listen to that. No, there's only me and you. It's more like Waffle Talk in, <laughs> in an empty room. Waffle uh, right, No. <laughs> we still do it. You'd still do it. Just me and you. On a very expensive steak. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Um, need a microphone on the day. Uh, uh, um... Um, anyway, yeah, so we talked about doing basically a bit like a get together stroke live show, mm, yeah. right? We did, we hadn't we got no plans. No, we, we, <laughs> we need had to... an idea of doing a show, sort of because we're coming up to ten years. We've done some we've ten done years, done ten, and that's why we're going to do it. <laughs> it we? was yeah, going to do it. Do a live podcast. Invite, put it out to all waffle fans if they want to come. Mm-hmm. We'll pay for the room. Yeah. Right, because we'd have enough money to drink from the bar, and then we're going to do it. Then just have a like, do a waffle on, ask some. You can ask us some questions. Then just have a bit of a booze up. Yep. And uh, listen to a bit of music, mm-hmm. and then maybe stumble off somewhere later on. Right. Yeah. We had this plan of doing this. Then it went out. Then it went out the window because of being good. Then we were going to do it last year, weren't we? Because mm-hmm. we thought lockdown was going to end. It. We'll do it. Then it went out the thing. So we talked about the podcast and didn't really think about it no. until one of our good fans, yeah. Ian. Right, he sent us out, I'd be up for it. Because we sometimes forget people listen to his podcast all out of earth. We don't know in our room, people are listening, waiting around yeah. for that. It's not like that. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Right? We, we, don't, we can't remember half the time. What no, no, no. So yeah. Ian was talking about it, and I said, I'll talk to the gaffer, right? <laughs> and that's what I call it. So we're up for doing it, but there's a big but in this, isn't there? Yeah. Right? We, now, if anyone wants to come along, Mm. It'll be in Birmingham. We don't know when because we're still doing on what's going on. Yeah, COVID's still right. Thing. If July the finger we have freedom now, whatever it's bloody called. I hate that term. Yeah, We've had freedom. You know what I mean? People ain't got yeah. freedom in North yeah, Korea. You're saying the Second World War. No, no, right, saying North Korea all so time. when that Freedom Day thing happens and it all falls down, we'll definitely do it then. Yeah. Right. But what we're gonna say, what we'll say to him now, this is open to anyone. Yep. Anyone wants to come along, we'll even buy you a drink when you come in. Or we'll oh, hold some, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Or we might get some, uh, like, uh, things, no, we might go to France and get some drinks. <laughs> so I might have some cheap drinks under the table. Right, so anyway, but but if you want to come, right, put it down on a piece of paper. I'll sit it down, not really. Uh, <laughs> it to uh, but put it on a, put on a group, you want to come. Yeah. Now, and what, what I mean by that, right, that we're going to be quite strict about this, what we're going to say mm. now. Right, if you want to come, come. Don't say you want to come and then don't turn, don't turn up. up yeah. Now, I'm not saying if you have something bad happening in your life. Like, yeah. you've got your, like your kid dies. Yeah, or someone's dead. Oh, he's got the waffle fest over there. So, we, we understand that, right? But don't say you want to come and don't come. Yeah. Because we're going to have to spend a few bob on this. It's not going to be loads of money. I mean, it's got some people who knows about all this world, right? Mm. You might have some even being filmed, mine, will you? Yeah. You might yeah. even get it filmed. So, if you want to come along, like I said, it'll just be fun. 
that it's not coming out forever if you want to come and don't, inter- well, don't interact with the show. Have, I have no yeah, problem with that because my fine. wife will then, she will not speak. No. So I can understand because that's not for everyone. Don't feel my, like... My gonna... wife might boo me. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to put pressure on you to get and do something or say a witty comment and make... No, you know, no, no. Just, if you want to come and just sit in the corner, have a couple of drinks, talk to fellow Waffle On fans... We're all next man. We're all this. We're all into the same thing. thing. Yeah. Don't worry. He'd be, <laughs> he'd be generally forty year old, forty plus year old men. So we understand <laughs> that, right? But so if you want to come, come along. It ain't going to cost you anything. No. We're going to be in the centre of town, Birmingham. Mm-hmm. We'll be in centre, and it'll be open to anyone want to come. Even if you want to come, come for an hour. Yeah. So you've got something else to do. We've got no problem with that. Pop in, say hi. Come and say hi. Mm-hmm. Have a drink. Watch our show, or even if you don't want to come to the show and just come for the drink afterwards, where we, you know, I'll probably do a playlist for us with all film music and stuff. Nice, that's that's going to do. Right, so I'll do all that kind of stuff. If you want to come, just have a drink and meet us too. And even come on, go, you two are crap and bugger off. <laughs> we'll be up for that as well. Yeah. Oh, you got to have a <laughs> That's what we're expecting anyway. We're, we're, we're from Birmingham, we're used to it. Yeah, so we're going to try and. Uh, I'm going to have a word with a couple of friends and see if we can get it recorded as a, an actual podcast. We'll film some of it as well. And as Cal says, you know, if you want a tech part, you can do. We have no idea. So we, 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 this is all in the air at the moment. We don't know how we're going to do it. The, def- the thing we're definitely going to do is that we're going to, we'll be on stage, whether we're sitting on stage or standing, and we're going to pick a subject. Could be something like 80s films. Something easy like for us to all chat. Some of that everyone's going to have an opinion on. And we'll just, we'll, we'll be asking you guys questions, saying, look, you know, uh, what's, what you, what's your favourite question? You know, what's your favourite film? Blah, blah, blah. And then you can ask us. It's going to be totally, as Cal says, laid back we're not anyone who we, we're oh. not professionals or anything like that but also being totally honest with you of course as well is that the last thing we want to do is, is then turn up and no one comes that's no, actually no, no, one of no, our I think that, that'd probably be a suicide podcast <laughs> yeah, that because be, that yeah, would yeah, kill yeah. us yeah it really would uh, yeah, really yeah would. I would say uh, he's, on, he's like a wafer thin in it yeah, we don't wafer thin we don't that broken because we have nothing left yeah we don't we ain't got much yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ain't got much in life this is it so but we'll, there'll be more stuff now what I will say and even, well, if, even as I say even if you're not a drinker and you think no, I, no, would, if you I don't want to be there with all those it's not it's not going to be a no, no, booze no, no, up no. No. it might end up becoming a booze up see me getting drunker through the night but it's not for that because my wife doesn't drink a lot really mind and like I said we've got probably a few fans who've got to drive, yep. to drive. no problem Fine. it's not it's not a piss up no. the place where we, the place up. where we're thinking of we might go do wonderful coffees wonderful teas great yeah, cakes and stuff like that yeah. and there's plenty of places in Birmingham where we can go where you know it's all there's loads of alcohol free stuff so you ain't got to worry about that no we do have a Facebook page. Uh, I'm not on Facebook an awful lot lately these days, but I will be interacting on the Waffle Arm page, just not my personal page. So please li- send me a private or mark a private yeah. a private message, and we'll put your name down. And also, if you're not on Facebook, like a lot of people aren't, a lot of people listen on, do email me at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. And then we'll put your name down, and then we'll yeah. send you more information. Time comes, and if we get enough people that are interested, who, who are our mates, <laughs> yeah, yeah. then then we'll do. Yeah, it and then the thing is as well. See, well, I think why we've got to know this for as well because I'm going to go the opposite now. If too many people turn up mm. and we're in a little room, that would be crap as well. Yeah. Sure. So this is why we need to do. Like, say if 20 people say they're going to come, mm. which I'd be happy with that. I'd say I'd really yeah, little, but say if 250 want to come, we'd have to think of it definitely. <laughs> yeah, we we we. <laughs> We might have to do two nights. <laughs> yeah. So we'd have to. See, this is why we need yeah. to know for it's, le- it's logistics. And if you want to come, it. come. If you don't, don't. But don't say you don't want to come and then turn up and you can't because there's not enough, not enough room for you. 
That's, that's the thing. really optimistic, though. That's oh no, I've got to be because there's no analog. That will happen. Yeah, yeah. And it says so, so. We've been through both of these things where we've been to things with no one there, and we've been to things where there's too many, <laughs> too people, many people, and it's just as much. So we just we want to know, like we want it in stone, how many people are going to come, and if you're going to go um and ahhing the day before, just let us know saying no one might come because we have to make enough room, and we have yeah. to have the bar and all that yeah. stuff and for fire regulations of like we have to let the place yeah know. so that's all we just, just let us know like I said this, this, we don't even know might even if we said we're going to try we said we're going to try this year we're gonna, we? yeah we really are and if Covid goes yeah. we're, we're, we're good we're definitely we'll do. if not we're all old we're all end up with and if there's any in, in, uh, incentive if, it's, if me and Kel's Amazing, graceful tones aren't enough. Uh, I'm sure a certain Rob K might. Ah, oh, Rob so. K. Yes, you better come, Rob. All right, so well, here we go. Come, be there. <laughs> I don't see that on stage. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so talking about Rob K, let's get his hey. email up now. As usual, I haven't read this, uh, so here we go. And ironically, his subject title for this is Merry Christmas. So uh. here we go. Oh, it's a, it's a good. Okay. Hello Waffles, how is you and the mad dog face Kelly? I saw you have been not emailed for a while. I was somewhere I couldn't email. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Hope you has done okay with the cockdowns. <laughs> I'm sick of them Waffles. With everything being closed and Boris's friend who looks like a tortoise man keeps coming on TV <laughs> and doing his rubbish slideshows. They could make it better by having the two Ronnies doing it. <laughs> like at the end of the two Ronnies when they're reading the news. Make it more fun and less scary. And neither of them looks like a human tortoise. It's a good night from me and a good night a good night from <laughs> me. Or get a weather forecast to do with a big map of the country giving an area of area update. All cheery like. Has you been stabbed yet with the special jab? <laughs> I got my first one waffles and it was scary. The man who did it asked me questions, and one was if I have a problem bleeding. I didn't know the answer to that one, but I think I'd bleed just as well as anyone else. <laughs> then he stick his thing. <laughs> then he <laughs> then he stick his thing right in me, uh. and squirt the stuff into me. <laughs> Rob K protected from COVID. No wiggles. No. Oh, no pubs open. Are we having a meetup? Here we go. That was ah, interesting. Yes. I want to meet the waffle on people and Mr. Megs and especially meet Mad Dog. Oh, no. I want to admire his, <laughs> big, about... his big ginger moustache yeah, yeah, yeah. and enter him. Your wife might be there, but she'd probably say, go ahead. <laughs> Does you fancy coming to Bradford to see me? Question mark. There's a great car boot sale <laughs> near my house. If we got the number 235 bus and after you could have a go... Hold on. Hold on, let me read this. There's a great car boot sale in my house if we got the number 235 bus. And after, you could have a go of mum and then meet Goosey and Johnny Albo. I could get some... Johnny Albo. <laughs> could get some Munch Brunch yogurts. <laughs> in for Mad Dog, as I know he loves them. Uh, Do you? <laughs> <laughs> when I follow him round Asda, he always gets them. <laughs> we could go camping... I've got a good tent and some sleeping bags. Romantic, the three of us under the stars. I like it, waffles. Okay, well, for the start, uh, we've been to Bradford. I've been to Bradford filming three twice. You are, yeah. And uh, I don't feel the need to go again. <laughs> and also, we don't like camping. No, 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 not see. And no, no, also, no. we don't do buses. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I go to the club when Boggis lets pubs open and we was playing darts. 
I don't like darts really, but I was with Goosey and our friend Eric Bistow. <laughs> his, his real name is George. <laughs> but he loved darts. <laughs> Works in a gravy factory. <laughs> That's can't be right. <sighs> and Eric wanted to play. Guess who walks in? It's only Insect Pete. Oh, God. He heard I was there and wanted to see me as I ignore his calls and texts as he banged my girlfriend. <laughs> with big... <laughs> he bangs my girlfriend with a big head and hairy nipples. <laughs> he comes up to me and says hello. I tell him he's a dickhead and to go away. He asks to see me outside in private. I go outside and he say he's sorry. He, he says sorry for putting his penis in my girlfriend's mouth. Oh dear. I said, I don't care, and he can do what he wants, but that me and him are over. Uh-huh. Oh dear. Uh-huh. He says, We've been friends all our lives, and he missed me, and if I be his friend, he'd buy me a KFC bucket. I said, I need time to think about it, and we'll meet him next time to decide. I does miss him, not sure what to do. What does you think, Rob K? Well, Rob. We are. Have, I, thought, I thought he got, didn't he get his girlfriend with the big head and hair when he pulls pregnant? <laughs> Now, I've got to be honest with you, if yeah. it's gone that far, then I think really the friendship's over. But a KFC bucket, though, mate. Yeah, that is good. It's no, finger, finger licking good. If any of there's a reason to come to Waffle Fest yeah. and meet Rob K, yeah. that's got to be a good incentive. I'm not having Rob on stage, though, because that would just, out, just outdo us. And That'd be terrible. And he ain't then. stopping it. He, I'll and put it not... out there, Rob. You cannot stop at my house. No. In fact, no one can stop at our house. <laughs> there's plenty of hotels, cheap ones of that. Yeah, way, yeah. And, and we've got some good. really cheap hotels, one called the Formula One. Where you can pay by the hour. <laughs> where was that one where we went to when we, had, we met up with the Scuttercast guys? And that was... Oh, you did stop in the hotel. I did. That was one of them ones. Was it? Or, and it was like, you know, American motels where you can park your car outside the front door. It was like that. It was like that, oh, yeah. And you had, you had double locks on it as well. It's basically a hook, isn't it? It was a hook, I think. <laughs> I even did that James Bond thing when you check under the duvet for stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a good night. Yeah. So there we go. So um, we, what are we doing next? Do you know? We don't know yet. We've been talking... Because now we're back into normal. Yeah. We'll plan it better. We'll have it. We'll have a chat tomorrow. We'll have a yeah. think tonight, and we'll try and write. Now we're back into doing it normal. I know we've got a few like said we're going to do like Shogun Assassin, ain't we? Ooh, yeah. Because I, I want to do a martial arts thing. I can get some take loads of them better. Mm. Uh, we have got some ideas. We were saying we're going to try and broaden it a bit, ain't we? Yep. We said we are going to try and broaden it a bit. Maybe we could do something like a like a French film or a Spanish film. I'd no, like I to... still want to do Man by Dog. Yeah, and it's got a great... Oh, and about a uh, magician as well. We've been a magician, haven't we? Yeah, but aren't we going to do that after I've watched the second, second season? Hey, but no, we have got some things. Mm. I really want to do Man by Star because I think it's a film that no one talks about anymore. No, no. It's a Belgian film. It's got a sad story as well, hasn't it? And it's also a groundbreaking film of Blake in the Fourth Wall. Oh, let's do that. Oh, isn't it? Oh, let's do that. Because we, we've been... And it is quite serious. It's a, yeah, yeah. Although there is funny bits in it. Yeah, there is. A, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to watch that, that'll be on the link later on. So thanks so much. We're so, so pleased to be back doing this, sitting next to each other. Um, it does, it does, to us, I'm sure it does to you, but I, I've got to say, thank you all so much. You've, you've sent us some wonderful little messages of, of support for, over, the, over these past 12 months. Especially when we're doing the ones across, like, Sky Zoom We thought no one's going to want to listen to yeah. me and you going, uh, what? Uh, what? Yeah, because also, it was, it, they're, they're bastards to, to edit because I'm not, you know, we're, we're not professionals and I do the best I can to try and make it sound good. But you, actually, you sounded really good. Yeah, it was weird. And, and seeing I was recording my end, you thought it would have been a way around, but I was, I sounded terrible on some of them. 
And uh, so thanks for thanks for staying with us. So anyway, listen to the blurb of um, Jen in a bit. She's going to tell you all about where you can get in contact. Again, the email's there. Do let us know what you think about the meetup. And uh, I don't even know what I'm going to... I normally put a little cheeky thing on the end, don't I? You can have a think when you get I'll have a think I'll and I'll put something. It's got to be something to do with Nick Cage, isn't it? Maybe a Nick Cage impression. I'll do, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do something. Anyway, thanks for being with us and we'll see you next month. Bye. You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. He's a font of misplaced rage. Name your cliche. Mother held him too much or not enough. Last picked at kickball, late night sneaky uncle, whatever. Now he's so angry. Moments of levity actually cause him pain. Gives him headaches. Happiness for that gentleman hurts. Two went down, one came up. Well, you don't have to tell me. Most murders are crimes of necessity rather than desire, but the great ones, Dahmer, Gacy, Bundy, they did it because it excited them. Now you're talking semantics. What if I told you Insane was working 50 hours a week in some office for 50 years, at the end of which they tell you to piss off, ending up in some retirement village, hoping to die before suffering the indignity of trying to make it to the toilet on time? Wouldn't you consider that to be insane? One girl, I drove through three states wearing her head as a hat. medicine for what I have. Sing? Yes, I do. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. Define irony. Bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. He's got the whole